Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. It's Metal Shop's Backstage Pass, episode number 39. Yeah, what's up, dude? We're still alive, man. Uh, Ryan, I don't know Barely. how you. I don't know how you uh, get away with this beard thing. Uh, I can't take it anymore, man. Yeah, it sucks. Like walking around in Seattle where it's all cloudy, you just collect the clouds in your beard. Yeah, You're just like dripping water off your beard all day. A little bit. I got a handkerchief. I'm good. Ryan's used to it by now. Yeah. Like a human towel. Well, What's the beard count at like eight, nine years now? Yeah, something like that. It's uh, I've had it for a while. I'm. I mean, the go the go tea por- the go tea portion came first, and then the sides kind of filled in. So it's. You know, it's up for debate. Yeah, that's usually the case. Well, my name's Ian. This is Kevin. Yeah! Ryan the Beard is here. Yo, yo. And as we said, Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Uh, what have you guys been up to this week, man? Ryan, why don't you go first? Uh, nothing much. Just played a whole buttload of guitar. Pretty much it. Yeah. Good week. This, uh, this week, I divided my time from work, 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 stressing about my car f***ing up again, and working. Oh, I no. thought last week you said you got it all fixed up and everything. Yeah, I got it fixed up, and then I realized that my tires are all f***ed up and stuff, so I don't know. It's routine maintenance, but it seems to all be happening at once, so. But at least once you get it done, you'll be good for it, another 40,000 miles, I hope. I, I think. <laughs> uh, we'll see. I don't know if my car lasts much longer. No, I, I'm good. It, it, the thing is, is it's one of those things where I feel like once I finally pay the car off, it's just going to die. Yeah, by the time you're done with <laughs> yeah. it, yeah. So it's all good, but that, and uh went to a sweet show last night, Insomnium and Dark Tranquility over <sighs> at El Corazon. We both missed that. I, I've been looking forward to that show for months. <laughs> I don't know what you were up to, Ian, but Ryan just fell asleep. <laughs> I Ryan just slept dr- through it. I dropped the ball so hard. Must have been a hardcore week for you if you just fell asleep Friday night. Dude, it... it- it was pretty, uh, my sleep schedule was all messed up, and uh, mm. I've been up since 6.30, a, or since about 6.30, a.m., and huh. uh, I, I just passed the hell out. I was at the airport. I was at the SeaTac airport. What were you doing nice. at the airport? Waiting for a flight that was supposed to come in at 7.30, which got delayed for two hours. Oh, fun. So I had to go, you know, you know the old Kenny Rogers roaster right oh, yeah. there on there? <laughs> I went there. Drank some Shotskis? I had some beers and a sandwich. Which I then, which then later made me feel like I wanted to fucking shit, <laughs> which I did. And how was it, on a scale of one to ten? The sandwich on the scale of one to ten no, was the oh, definite, <laughs> definite eight. And the was, sandwich was that an the I sandwich N- was like a six. Okay. Was that an ing or like an n apostrophe? Like like or was that an and? Was it like an For ing what word? or an and? Because you said fucking. Was that like a? What? Man, I don't even know what you're talking combo. about. You just blew my mind right now. Stop it, Ryan. All I know is that I had not, to poop after cool. I ate the sandwich. That's, oh, there you, know, you go. Human okay. nature. I think okay. that's usually what happens. Poopski. Yeah. But I missed go. the show because, uh, yeah, I was waiting at the airport. Imagine my chagrin. You know, we, we do miss a lot of shows doing Metal Shop. That's one thing is... Uh, well, we, there's so many shows. The, the thing is, is 
I wanted to go to that. Though. Usually we get to go to any of the shows any night of the week, but Saturday nights there's always tends to be the most epicest shows. And I'm not complaining because, you know, we're doing an awesome job and we're having fun on Metal Shop, but there's so many times that epic bands come to town and it just falls on the same night as uh, us doing Metal Shop. So not complaining, just stating. We're not going to pre-record. I'd say it's the only part of the job. Well, whatever. I've we forewent the conclusion that we know from here on out all of our Saturdays are just kind of over. Exactly. We don't get that day. Everyone's like, "Oh, I love Saturday." It's like, "Up, oh, all right, enjoy it." I don't. I haven't had two days off in a row for five years. Yeah. Whoa. See, this last month, I just actually at the beginning of February will have been one year since I had a day job. Huh. A full year. I made it without a full. You know. Oh, well, you know I'm what? I'm doing great. I'm not, awesome. I, I was lying. I, I have taken a couple vacations here and there. So I've taken like yeah, a couple one week. Yeah, you went down to California. And... In Vegas. But aside from that, like just working and stuff. But A, a regular so work week. Too, it's been so. one one year since the day job grind. You've been working uh, I've your, never your felt own better. boss. I've never felt better in my entire life. That's awesome. It, it was the what, the day I had to sue my boss at the glass blowing studio I worked at. For back pay and one. It's only been a year since then? No, it's been a couple of years okay, since then, I but I was say. working at the warehouse and doing, basically making money for someone else mm-hmm. for like a pittance of a wage. You know what I mean? Yeah. At least if I'm, I'm making my own pittance of a wage, I, I'm doing it myself. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. So it's been good, man, but yeah. So being your own boss, that would, must be nice. Yes, yeah. it is. Must be kind of rough that your boss is such a dick. Yeah, f*** that guy. <laughs> Yeah, my hey, what? <laughs> God damn it! Uh, yeah, what, there. what do I got going on? I got uh, Royal Rumble tomorrow. It's gonna be pretty fucking epic. But by the time you listen to this, you'll know who the winner was. So, what was the deal with the rumor? I, like somebody accidentally posted a oh, yeah. teaser photo, or yes. what, what was the deal with that? So there was this teaser the Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. Act two of teasers actually that that got leaked, and one of them was fake. So the uh, teaser that got leaked that was fake was a picture of R- Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, and it said WrestleMania 31. That was actually fake; it was photoshopped. But okay. one thing that did get released, and it was a press release out to um, people to buy tickets for the upcoming house shows in March. Um, John Cena versus Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins is the main event at Royal Rumble. Brock Lesnar's the champ. Um, and the release said, come see the brand new champion, John Cena, defend his title. So, Whoops. Yeah, the uh, the press department there, WWE kind of f***ed it up. So oh, the, obviously, it's all predetermined. It's fake. Yes, of course, of course. <laughs> they have to know because they have to practice the their routine. Otherwise, somebody literally will f***ing die. Yeah. So, But now I wonder if they're going to, if they were like, oh, f***. Then they had to go back and change it all. It's going to be different now. It's funny. It's like. Uh, Are they just going to be like, well, whatever. It's totally a soap opera for males, and I accept that. So, I don't know. We'll see. I told, but whoever wins, I totally had that guy. Yep. What'd you think of the? <laughs> South- I totally picked him. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you think of that South Park episode about wrestling? Was, I actually was didn't that see it. Nose on? No, I didn't see what, that. What one. was the deal with that? I no. did see the regular show episode, but what's the South Park? What's the what's the deal with it? No, they they turn it into a literal soap opera, and all these rednecks are just like, she's only thirteen years old. <laughs> she's had like nine abortions. Oh God, <laughs> that sounds about right. That sounds like the raw days back. Oh, I think the most f-ed up, uh, the most f-ed up storyline I remember was well, there's actually two. There was one when the Asian men, uh, the Kayantai <laughs> Japanese God. faction, were. Jealous of Val Venus, the porn star, That's of right. his large Val penis, <laughs> because going by stereotypes, you right. know. Anyways, they because were jealous. Small d- 
of his penis, and so they took him backstage and quote unquote choppy choppy pee pee with a huge samurai sword, <laughs> and you just saw oh man, That's it sounded so terrible. So like combining so many. <laughs> and then the other time when Mark Henry, this humongous black man, the strongest man in the world is what oh, they, yeah. they dub him I as. And May Young, like a 75 to 80 year old woman, mm -hmm. they consummated their they dated, relationship yeah. and she gave birth to a human hand. A fucking <laughs> hand. <laughs> God damn it. So Where'd those are the most tasteless things. Oh, yeah, and then also when Stone Cold was crucified on a humongous, like, uh, Undertaker cross, that kind of... <laughs> or pretty much uh, anything Al Snow ever did. Yeah. Yeah, so good times. All right, cool. Well, let's do this. All right, Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Time for some news. We got some big stories this week, kind of, considering. Yeah, man. There's a lot of headlines. Uh, I was just... We were watching this video of Slipknot... Joining Corn on stage, performing Sabotage by the Beastie Boys. What year is it? Right. It's not news, <laughs> just just saying. It's not very good. It's was, really bad. Was Cold Chamber Limp Biscuit there? I can't tell. I think it's Depp all- Depswa? It was all of Corn, <laughs> and then like two or three members of Slipknot came out. So- With uh, a surprise appearance by Head P.E. <laughs> so this is a news story that Ryan Ryan the Beard brought to our attention this week, and I, the only the and this is the only thing I'll preface this with- I can't, we cannot confirm the validity of this report. Yeah. So take that with a grain of salt. And I, I haven't been able to find this um, many other places on the internet, and you would think that this would be kind of a bigger deal. So that being said, uh, the headline is just a former Slipknot member, quote unquote, reveals the secret about Slipknot. So apparently this guy claims that he is one of the stand-ins for the Slipknot members, and that the members of Slipknot rotate out, that there's that there's different guys who wear the masks. And he says that uh, apparently one time they even had Skrillex on tour as the DJ what? for about two weeks of touring. Wow. Um, <clears throat> and uh, during that time, he was a stand-in for Jim. Uh, the only member who is a constant thing is Corey, who is who does the vocals. Yeah, you I can't, mean, yeah. You can't really fake can't that. can't change that. So <clears throat> normally I just look at this and just say, yeah, all right, that's that's kind of a satire thing. But the thing that makes me think that it might be legitimate is right. a thing that Ian, I, Ian and I saw a couple years ago when Slipknot came through town. And was that what when, did you see where with was your own that? eyes? It was at Mayhem Fest. It was at White River, yeah. which is where we saw it. Was it Mayhem Fest? Were they were headlining that? Uh -huh. yeah. I think it was Mayhem Fest. Slipknot, I think it, yeah. Slayer, yeah. Motorhead. Right. And... uh they do this thing where, you know, they they change songs, they change sets. You know, Slipknot's a big band, so they got all kinds of, you know, on stage or whatever. And they're dragging things around. People are running in and off stage. And what I saw was the drummer, the guy, uh, I don't, it wasn't Clown, but the other guy, the nose, nose. guy. Yeah. Nose. Guy. Nose. Nose guy's playing his drums or whatever. And then, nose like, clown shoes. Runs off stage. And as soon as he runs off, and he's running pretty quick to get off stage, unless he did like a fucking instant turn on a dime and turned right back around and ran out. As soon as he ran off stage, another v version of him ran back out. Well, a they, bigger d nose. Well, there was a there was a fraction of a second where there there were two guys on stage, same mask, like as he right. was running off. Right, right, like, right. That, that that's what I'm a, saying. Like, yeah, damn. So it's possible. I mean, we saw it, and I think now if you, I'm going to definitely pay a little more closer attention next time we see them. <laughs> see if we can see it again. But that's interesting. I mean, it makes sense. It says that they had Frost from Satyricon and Gorgoroth for a whole Euro tour once. Really? 
Yeah, that's fucking awesome. On drums, sick. On guitar, well, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's see. They're trying to. They said that they were trying to dig around and find some pictures of any of the members looking different. The only thing they found was someone who was playing for Jim with his mask on. It looks like he has finger tattoos, whereas the original Jim doesn't have anything on his fingers. Damn. But then somebody pointed out that uh, that's not necessarily evidence. It's called getting tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> well, <Right>. who knows? <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, if you looked up a picture of him and he had, if he had tattoos on his left guitar finger hands, hand, then you would know. And if he doesn't, then we have a photo right here of somebody else playing his guitar parts. In, in Slipknot. Right. The speculation begins. Boom, boom, boom. Slipknot Gate 2015. <laughs> in further Slipknot news, they are uh, they actually announced a sick tour with Hatebreed this uh, this year. And I have a friend who's actually flying out to Rock on the Range in Ohio. They're going to be headlining one of the nights. And uh, one of the other nights is going to be like Judas Priest. So that'd be a pretty sweet tour. The tour's uh, not coming here, though, No, it's not, unfortunately. But it is. They're going to be going all around. And I did. I hope Slipknot comes to you to Washington sometime in 2015. Oh. That would be... They will. Where was this worst mosh pit video from? Did we ever find out what the location was on that? Worst mosh pit ever? Worst pot mosh pit ever funny videos. Oh my god, with the people just... Oh. Just doing like... Flailing. People can't see what you're doing right now, Ian. Oh, really? <laughs> Damn it. Come on. Can you describe what Where's you were doing? Where's 3D radio when we need it? <laughs> well, you there, mean TV? <laughs> there's like kung fu mosh, and then there's just... Awkward flailing in the most uncoordinated, it looks terrible. Like a, a bunch of first-time karate moshers, where they should be practicing in their bedroom or garage or whatever, with their uh, mom walking in. But no, awful. they're doing it out in public. Ryan, can you grab that video, and put it up on Metal Shop? Yep. I'm just the shit smell from that fucking <laughs> mosh pit <laughs> is so. I smell it. I can smell it from the internet. It's like scratch and sniff monitor. <laughs> so <laughs> chop suey is done or not? What's the deal? Uh, Chop Suey is done, but oh god, these kids are terrible. <laughs> uh, we're moving on to a next <laughs> news yeah, story. Sorry, uh, Chop Suey is uh, is <laughs> they are really bad. Ch- Chop Suey is done, um, but uh, Jody, their uh, their Booker, who is just awesome at her job and an all around kick ass yeah. person, is uh, staying on and is going to be the Booker for the new establishment that is moving in to take their place. So it's going to be an actual venue. What's the deal with that? Yeah. Uh, I didn't hear if there was anything officially going to happen. There's no real new developments other than that. Uh, there's, uh, there's a company out of LA that uh-huh. has purchased the the, the venue and wow, the wow. land that the venue's on, so it is it is no longer owned by the same company. I heard it was going to be a, de- a developer actually gave them a way higher bid. That's that's what I heard. Yeah, like like what I had heard was that they were going to do a big development complex, <clears throat> and with, that's what Capital yeah. Hall let's yes. get some more condos and then have a and then have a venue in the down like keep the keep a venue in the down. Oh, okay. couple of floors of it because those bougie. Hipsters will love Let's turn it loud into a coffee shop. Let's do it right? a, uh, underneath. If, it, if it turns into condos. a coffee shop, we need to go in there every week and recite brutal poetry too hot for radio. I'd like to Live. detonate a car bomb on the doors <laughs> of your precious condo. Do acoustic covers of Gorgon or of like friggin' messed there, up songs. This like, song's called <laughs> with a knife. <laughs> yeah, there you go. This song's called <laughs> I <laughs> Blood. Ah, <sighs> lovely. Good times. Well, maybe not. Uh, vocalist Annie da- Danny Warsnop quits asking Alexandria this week. Fourteen-year-old girls all over the world are fucking bummed. 
So he uh, is doing a new band called We Are Harlot. Why? What the? Why? Why does this fucking section of music exist? I don't know how this came up in a conversation today, but I was I was talking to an old friend from college, and he was talking about this and and laughing about it because the new singer or the old singer Danny his his new band is like their melodic rock, like super melodic rock. They sound like a mix between like Shine Down and and like, Nickelback, like Goo Goo Dolls. Like he's obviously making uh, a huge. He's making a push push for commercial radio like maybe you'll hear him no oh, on ksw sometime <laughs> within the next couple weeks years i mean who knows i mean the, we are harlot dancing on nails i mean asking alexandria is kind of big I mean, dance on a <laughs> uh like that scene in home alone where he's walking up the stairs with his shoes off the wet bandits Corrosion of Conformity is back together with Pepper Keenan, which is fucking sick. He's going to yep. be doing their European tour. And on January 27th, Prosthetic Records is going to be re-releasing two Corrosion of Conformity records on vinyl. If you're a record snob, if you're a record collector, if you love that um, they're going to be doing Deliverance and Blind, which are the really the huge breakout records by COC in the 90s. Um, definitely the records that they're... One of the most commercially successful and have been out of print on vinyl for years and years and years. So you can go ahead and cop those. Uh, they'll be available at any fine record retailer. Y'all remember 8-bit video games? Yeah. Yeah. I just played one the other day. The Big Four video game starts now. Wow. Are you serious? Is this real? Yeah. You should come over and check out this video, or I mean, you. Oh, I'm you can watching watch it right it. now, actually. Somebody mashed up Metal, the big four of Thrash. This is sick. And they're like, and they're singing and headbanging. <laughs> I'd play this video game on NES. Tim Berkeley would love this. Tim, you would love this. Oh, there's Megadeth. Hello, Hi, Dave. Dave. It's me, Dave. It's the real Dave. This is so cool. Too many Daves. Sweating board. I think my favorite's the Slayer so far. It's a madhouse. It's a madhouse. Wow. This is so kick-ass. I love so. all the little NES characters just yeah. like rocking around. Chiptune Audio. Damn. That's cool. Chiptune Audio and animation by Filthy Frackers. Oh, it's just on repeat. Okay. Dude, that's so cool, though. Yeah, I, I would, I'd listen to that on my own time. The audio is cool, but also <laughs> just you got to check out the video. We'll have to post that up also on the Metal Shop Facebook because it's really fun to watch. It's it's all pixelated, super 80s, and, and badass. Yes. True. True to form. Sweet. New, New York Hardcore. Yeah. New York Hardcore is coming back. AF. Agnostic Front! Was it you were saying that you were listening to the Jamie Josta podcast? Who was he talking about? Yeah, he was talking about um, dudes from Agnostic Front were kind of unsure about how to pronounce Poison the Well, and they thought it was Poison the Whale. So they were like, what did that whale ever do to them? But, uh, Why are you trying to poison a whale? Vinny Stigma, that's... that's Whales are endangered! <laughs> the f*** is wrong with you? Agnostic Front is a f***ing classic New York hardcore band. And they're going to be coming back with a new record called The American Dream Died. It's dead. It's fucking dead. 16 more songs, man. It's got uh, guest appearances by uh, Freddie Madball, Toby from H2O, Lou from Sick of It All. Kind of, you know, not surprising. The usual gang. Yep. 
April 7th, North America on Nuclear Blast. Sweet. Paul Miner, uh, who also did H2O Terror, was also in Death by Stereo and has been doing a lot of heavy records for the last at least 20 years. Nice. That should be cool. So last week on the show, we actually mentioned how Tom, how Tom Morello, Search Tanky, and many others are going to be uh, joining together to pay tribute to Randy Rhodes for a Randy Rhodes uh, The Ultimate Tribute compilation disc. It's coming, coming out soon. Uh, they also got members of Quiet Riot, uh, Black Sabbath drummer Vinny uh, Apice. Many other people are c- coming together, but uh, the one song that has been released so far is Crazy Train with Tom Morello and Serge Tankian. And uh, it's pretty cool. Let's listen to a little bit of it right now. Tom Morello, man. He's got it. Yeah. Hear the vocals. Crazy. <laughs> but that's how it goes. Interesting. That's definitely Serge. Oh, yeah. Millions of people living as fools. Makeup. <laughs> That's cool. I look forward to hearing the rest of those. That should be cool. Nice. Local band theories. We've been talking about this for a little while, but we got the full like press release last week from Metal Blade Records. Uh, these guys have been into Metal Shop several times now, and uh, we were pumped to hear that Scott Hull from Pig Destroyer was going to be working on their new record. Oh, hell yeah. Kind of like a... Uh, a stamp of approval, really, when it's when it's all said and done. And that's like a grind thing masterpiece there. Scott Hole working on an album by Joe Grindo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to be coming out this spring. It's called Regression. It's going to be 10 tracks recorded at the Red Room here in Seattle in the Boiler Room uh, with Derek Morey, who worked on Pelican, The Sword, Minus the Bear. My old band worked with him for a while. Actually, Derek, you know how they're working on the waterfront down there and they're drilling Big Bertha through underneath mm-hmm. Pioneer Square? Oh, yeah. Derek has or had a studio uh, right down there in Pioneer Square, right underneath the Grand Center Central Bakery where your girlfriend works. Yeah. And Did it get flooded? The day after he moved out. Oh, my God. What? That's great <laughs> luck. That is perfect luck. He moved out and then the next day, all of the, that huge Holy. bookstore that's in yeah. All of those old antique books flooded. <sighs> that cannot get back. Nope. Good job, Seattle. Hope they had insurance. I, well, I'm sure they did, but it's all gone. Good job. Anyway, so I'm glad they finished that record there before they got flooded. Exactly. That would have been so terrible. Oh, my God. Right? I can't even imagine how how stressful that would be coming into work that day. It's like, oh, just what? Fucking shoot go! yourself. Oh, you just walk out. Just go home. In uh, in other good news, Fallujah, sweet band, they uh, did a, put out a great record last year, and uh, the flesh prevails. It's uh, I definitely made me a fan of the band more so than I was before. Uh, definitely showed a different edge to what could be previously considered quote unquote deathcore, and they uh, they just signed to Nuclear Blast, so it'd be cool to see them on a bigger label, get bigger distribution, obviously step onto some bigger tours, and uh, get their music out there, and hopefully progress. Good what, times. Label mates with Slayer. Label mates with, uh, yeah, label mates with a billion bands. Slayer. Label mates with Agnostic Front. Agnostic Mother- Front. Ryan, mm-hmm. this next one's all you, dude. Okay, we're talking about Iron Reagan? No, we're talking about the school bus. Satanic school bus. Oh, man. Okay, so (laughs) this uh, this school bus, it looks like somebody just 
kind of took their finger and drew some pentagrams in the lights. In the, the dust. So in awesome. the dust on the school bus. And uh, there's a mom in Tennessee that is losing her Because that's what moms in Tennessee do. So, you know, on the back of a school bus when you're driving behind it, the two little red brake lights at the bottom near the emergency exit look like the bus is just dirty. And someone just drew little stars in the circles. (laughs) Yeah, it's a little pentagram school bus. Yeah. So the uh, the best part of this is um, uh, KWGN's uh, reported that uh, one woman who identified herself as a quote-unquote practicing Wiccan looked at the photo and said it did indeed look like a pentagram. So I'm glad they called in an expert yeah, to, good job. to good make job, sure. Cordova, oh, Tennessee, man, she's throwing that hissy because she thinks that it's like intentional from the school. Yeah. <laughs> so her identity is being kept a secret because she's been receiving death threats since, since posting the photo. And has said anyone who fears a god, if not God and Jesus Christ, should be outraged. <laughs> if you can't put a cross on there, you can't put a pentagram on it. Well, I mean, Fair it's enough. not like the, the principal of the school walked out there during recess and was like, I'm going to piss this woman off. If he I did, mean, they should make him superintendent. <laughs> Golly. <sighs> Only in America. Tennessee. Oof. Bad times. Oof. I think someone finally told uh, Phil Labonte to shut the f*** up. Well, that's good. Shut the f*** up. Shut the f*** up. That needed to happen. And it was Rob motherfucking Flynn, who definitely has uh, an opinion here and there. Ian, what's what's his opinion this time? Phil Labonte's just been on a roll. He's been on like a f***ing Dave Mustaine roll to the point where even I was just like, dude, shut the f*** up. (laughs) But recently he stated in an interview that, quote, the only people that have a legit grievance when it comes to any racial slurs is the black community. End quote. And uh, Labonte naturally falls back with the same argument, and this is for Metal Sucks. Every weak-minded conservative always falls back on, quote, They're attacking my freedom of speech! Funny, because... They're taking our speech! The same thing. Let me pull up the actual interview from, or the essay from Rob Flynn. Sounds good. Oh, wow, this thing's long as hell. All right, so I the, the Machine Head article is like 50 paragraphs long. It's ba- It basically talks about his reaction to seeing the movie Selma on Martin Luther King Jr. weekend, you know, which makes sense. Yeah. Talking about how, you know, he's not anti-police, but we have to take a look at, you know, the fact that, you know, these divides exist and you got to treat them appropriately. And Fair then you enough. got Phil Labonte, you know, it's super well thought out and it's very intelligent. And then you have Phil Labonte, of course, just going off again. And this is coming up in the latest issue of Revolver, which I don't even think is out yet. Quote, in 2000, and this is from Phil, in 2005 on the Sounds of the Underground DVD, I said, PC is for f***its. Jesus, f***. On the DVD. That was the first time people went, whoa, what did he say? I have nothing against gay people. It's just a word. Honestly, I think the only people that have a legit grievance when it comes to any racial slurs is the black community. I know the homosexual community has problems with it, and I understand their hurt feelings. But homosexuals were never property. They've had a rough time, and I'm not trying to minimize that, but I think the black community has a whole lot more room to be upset about a word than the LGBT community. It's one thing to say this guy said something and it hurt my feelings, and it bummed me out, and it sucks. Okay, that's a good perspective, but I don't know that you need a whole social movement. When it comes to the shit that black people have gone through, I think it's okay to be like, well, you know, that was seriously f***ed up. We need to do something about this. But gays, f*** them, right? Is what he's saying? But f*** the gays. I mean, it's a f*** is a slur, you know? Yeah. It's just as bad. So, <sighs> basically, Phil Labonte is just a f- furthering his f***ing douchebag credibility in my eyes. Good times. Thanks, and- Phil. Thanks for your weekly fill. Thanks for being Phil.
Thanks for selling the name of Fells everywhere. So, good news about Bandcamp. We all know about Bandcamp. Yeah, let's stop talking about that. And uh, good news, good news out of Bandcamp. We've all used it before to listen to music, especially from up and coming uh, bands, local bands, and uh, unsigned artists. But they have made it possible. Bandcamp has made it possible and far easier for uh, record labels to get aboard their streaming platform. According to Bandcamp itself, a Bandcamp label account gives you unified accounting and stats across all your artists, a single fulfillment interface for all your merch, the ability to do direct payments on a per-release basis, pro-level status for all your artists, and a whole lot more. So $20 a month allows labels to have up to 15 bands on their account. 50 bucks a month allows them to have unlimited artists on their account. So that's pretty rad. Hopefully they can start doing it, and I'm sure if I, I, it's good for Bandcamp because it means that they're probably going to get more traffic. And this is good for everybody because you know, listen to music for free on freaking Bandcamp, man. Sweet, that's awesome. In something that's not that shocking, Vinny Paul has come out in saying that he does not enjoy blast beats. And, oh, come on, Vinny! You know the extreme sounds of extreme drumming uh, in. Ultimate Guitar Magazine, Vinnie Paul said, It's a drummer's plan for drummers. It's called Look at Me, Listen How Fast I Can Go. There's no melody, there's no song, there's no chorus. It just doesn't take you anywhere, so it doesn't have a groove to me. I think there's a lot of death metal or doom metal dudes that somehow or another find a groove in it. David Vincent from Morbid Angel is a good friend of mine, and he's like, Yeah, bro, there's a great groove in that blast beat, man. You just haven't found it yet. So No, he hasn't. He hasn't found it. And, uh, you know, he says he can appreciate people going fast, but he just can't find a groove. It just doesn't really jam to him. And he'd rather hear a bottom groove going on than somebody sweeping the floor. Maybe the uh, groove he's looking for is behind is just for men. <laughs> Woo! Maybe so, uh, maybe Vinny just needs to try something new. I get it, you know. I mean, he, he's sticking to his, the jam, sticking to the classic, but nothing wrong with a few blast beats here and there, right? Not at all. No. Uh, big tour announcement this week, Mastodon, Clutch, and Graveyard... <laughs> Yeah, and big business are coming to town. It's gonna be so sick. I'm stoked about that. The lineup, tour routing man. is is really weird. There's two nights in Vancouver. The night, a couple nights before on uh, April 23rd and 24th at the Commodore Ballroom. Two nights back to back. If you want to go to that, that'd be cool. Uh, make a week out of it. Portland, Oregon, the the 25th. So they're going from BC to Portland, then back up to Seattle. Yeah. On the 26th, April 26th at the Showbox Soto. You'll be able to see Mastodon and Clutch with Graveyard and Big Business. That's a Sunday night. You know, this is kind of a big deal in another way, too, because Neil Fallon, the vocalist from Clutch, was the guy who did the uh, the part in Blood and Thunder. Yeah. So that would be so awesome to be able to see him come out and do that part live with Mastodon. That would be cool. I think it might happen. Oh, man, I'm, I'm really hoping that happens. I'm a diehard Clutch fan. I've loved that band for a really long time. I'm, I'm pretty jazzed about this tour. Speaking good lineup. about shows, you're going to definitely want to get high before seeing Sleep is going to be playing Seattle at the Showbox on 420. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, 420, and we're working on getting Metal Shop Presents on that bitch. So 420, Sleep at the Showbox, Smoke Weed. Let me see what day of the week that is. That is It's a, a Monday. Uh, <laughs> Everybody loves Mondays. Everybody's got a case of the 420s. Yeah. So, there's a bunch of bands in the studio right now. Yeah. Like Metallica. Metallica's back in the studio. Scar Symmetry's back in the studio. Tesseract is back in the studio. Dream Theater is back in the studio. Testament is back in the studio. Mastodon's working on new music. A lot of new stuff is, is in the studio. And we've got a picture right here that was tweeted out by Metallica. 
Lesnar of uh, wait, who is that? That's Trujillo, right? Yeah, yep. on base. Okay, cool. Oh. Can't really tell from behind. There ain't no faces in there. It looks like a six string. Ah, oh, it's a five string base. Okay. He's he's dunking along. Yeah, so that'll be cool. Uh, I hope it's good. We we keep saying this over and over again. I don't know what else to say. I have a question. What should I click on? Seventeen tiny dogs that are so adorable they make you squeal, or the most shocking celeb plastic surgery disasters ever. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Did a celeb plastic surgery nightmare. I, I just scrolled okay. down a little bit in this uh, Metallica post. Look at this Instagram <laughs> picture of uh, Brent Hines playing his thirteen-string pedal steel that he got from Robert That's Randall. Fucking awesome! Yeah, Robert Randall freaking shreds like a mofo, and I'm. I'm really glad that those two guys hang out. That thing looks cool as hell. Isn't Robert Randolph like a blues musician? Yeah, yeah. He's a killer, killer blues yeah. lap steel player. Nice. I like seeing the metal dudes playing other, like like when Pepper Keenan bought that banjo from the guy at the that Pike Place Market. kick ass. Dude, there's all kinds of fun little things Cigar in Cigar box banjo? Uh, looks like they have an old school Taurus pedal in this picture too. They got some cool stuff in there. Don't go gear nerd on us, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm already there. All right, I think that's about it for the news this week. Time to calm things down just a skosh. That's right. This time, we're entering in the Metal Shop Lounge for Brutal Poetry. Too hot for radio right now from an album in 2006 that was released by Carnal Decay. The album's called Carnal Pleasures. Yes. We're going to do track number nine here, Ryan the Beard. Recites the lyrics to Putrid, F***ed Up, Dip, Potato. Take it away, Ryan the Beard. You're looking so f***ing happy. I'm disgusted by your smile. The anger rises up in me. The ravishment of devastation obsesses me. Bound on a chair with straddled f***ing legs. The chopped off or sewed up mouth. Tear-stained eyes beg for sudden death. I like the look of agony in your face. Days go by the room is filled with your rotting stench. Your face looks like a putrid potato. Potato. My gorge rises. I spew it into your face. Putrid potato with a dip in it. Let me try a little. Ah, what a great taste. A little salty in the end. Mm. I know what it needs, just a little sugar. Just a scooch. Now let me try again. Ah, you're better. I think now you're finished. Now I need an oven. I don't like cold flesh. Got to bake a dirty, crippled motherfucker to enjoy the full flavor mm. of your putrid, f***ed up, happy, dip potato face. Now you taste like fish and smell like the rotten abscess of a putrid cow. Disgorging your flesh brings your smile on my face. Now I've got the rain over your inner self. I've got a weakness for putrid, baked, happy, dip potato faces. Oh yeah, that was putrid f***ed up dip potato by Carnal Decay here on Brutal Poetry Too Hot for Radio. So how do we segue out of that? There's no real f***ing way. I wish I had some dip. So right now we're going to debut a couple tracks here by a band called Eris. This band's f***ing sweet. And uh, it's former members of everyone from Undertow to... Actually, it's the guitarist from Undertow... And the vocalist from Undertow, as well as Himsa, uh, some of the dudes from Great Falls, and uh, just some great, great members doing cool. <laughs> these guys are awesome. They're always uh, 
friends of Metal Shop. We actually uh, debuted some of their tracks last album cycle, but uh, that was a Death Wish release. This is a new album off of the Mylene Sheath. That's their record label now. It's Mylene Sheath Records. I thought you were going to say something like Miley Cyrus. No. So. What? The oh. Mylene Sheath is their album, is the label that they're going to be putting this out on. It's it's a small label. I believe it's from Arizona. But uh, earlier last week, they debuted two brand new songs off their record of Great Sorrow. On No Clean Singing. Yep. So here are two brand new songs from Eris. Seattle Metal, keep it up. See you next week.
Ken Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.